0: This is Christian from Horrors and you are listening to Epitome of Stupidity.
1: Welcome, everybody. We're standing outside of what's Space it bar. called, Space Bar. Yeah, and we're doing an interview here with Clint. Hey! <laughs> and?
0: Hi, I'm Christian. I'm playing horse. Yes, he does.
1: Yes, he does. And yes. we're going to ask him all kinds of dumb questions.
0: We're going to stand weirdly close <laughs> to
1: him <laughs> So everyone can hear really what's that, at, yeah. <laughs> all right, Clint, so we were we got a little pre, pre-interview discussion going. Yes. About uh, Clint ordering some CDs from Imagine horse, that. yeah.
2: And uh, I got the uh, the condensed or combined of the first two EPs right. in the mail the other day with a super cool handwritten letter <laughs> from, or handwritten note on the back of the envelope from Christian. Yeah. And we got to talking about that, and uh, com- the conversation that led into it was, you know, you don't disperse that work. You oh, said no, no, and because... <laughs>
0: no, well, so every time somebody mail orders something from us, we have, like, our own... Um, mail order kind of thing we do, but we also, I mean, we have stuff on other websites or whatever, but if somebody orders something from us, I, on the back, I always say, put their name on it and say thank you, or if they're from... Germany I say Danke <laughs> you know who, whatever yeah. I, like, I literally look up on Google Translate like how to say thank you in their language like I always do that um, and then if we're I look if we have an upcoming tour I look at where they are and see like what the closest date is and said we'll be at this venue on this date you know hope you can make it to the show yeah um, because when I was a kid when I was a teenager and I was ordering records through the mail because I grew up in um, on, like, an island that's like seven miles square, so there wasn't, you had to mail order everything. Right. So, um, I would mail order stuff from Discord, and they would always have a handwritten note in it saying thank you. And I was like, I felt so special. I felt <laughs> yeah. like, right? Like I kind of knew these people now. <laughs> yeah. You know, like I was on or the they inside. Knew you, like, yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like it was different they than know ordering famous. from some conglomerate or whatever. Right. There's nothing wrong with that stuff. It's just, the personal touch goes so far oh. with people; it yeah. means a lot. You know, as a thirty-six-year-old
2: male with the you know kids and family and yeah. all that fun stuff, I got that in the mail, dude. This is fucking awesome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this it, dude rules. I mean, it takes no effort to do. Right. It means so much to people. It meant so much to me. So I'm yeah, it's a respect the tradition, really. That was
2: know? it's it's a worthwhile fucking touch. That's cool, man. Oh, right on. Um, so how's the tour going?
0: It's good. Black Tusk are our homies, man. We've known. They're from Savannah, we're from Atlantis. We've been around each other for since our band started. We've yeah. played shows together and stuff, but we haven't been able to tour until now. They, uh, unfortunately, lost right. a member of their band a couple of years ago, um, Athan. This is his last name, but everyone just called him Athan. Um, we stayed at his house multiple times when we played Savannah, I and mean, we knew that guy pretty well. and. So they got hit pretty hard when he was in a horrible motorcycle accident and was unfortunately killed. And uh, so it took them a couple of years to kind of regroup and see what they wanted to do with the band. And they uh, are back stronger than ever. They're a four-piece now. Corey, who's playing bass, was in uh, Kailessa, among other bands. Uh, he's took Athan's spot. Um, they sound incredible, and I'm glad to be out with them. Yeah, it's been great. Album
2: is fucking
0: strong. They're real dudes.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of new albums uh you've been touring for gold for two years now Yeah, almost two years are yeah. as are are things in the works for the follow-up
0: oh yeah 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 early next year
2: this is the same will this be the first time it's the same iteration back-to-back albums
0: no <laughs> it never is man. yeah yeah it's just how it goes man i mean i'm not a kid so we're not all like man we got a dream right. and it's just not like that you know people are adults and they have responsibilities and you know, I respect that. It's just how it goes. So It's always different, but I, I, I try to roll with it. It's terrifying at first, but then I'm like, man, I've been through this six times before. It's fine. It's going to be fine. So Yeah, no, it won't be. I thought about that very thing. I was like, can we not do the same people? But it's fine. It'll be fine. It's good. We're almost like, I guess we're about two-thirds done with it, and then we'll, we have next month length? off. Oh, yeah. Okay. We have next month off. We finish this end of... August and then we have September off and then we go to Europe I think we leave October 2nd We get back from that like a Halloween I think or the day before and then November December will uh, do pre-production and start recording uh, okay. and then we'd like to turn it in January February the latest for spring summer release okay. will that be on E1 or is that no it will not uh, E1 is really cool they're really nice guys and we tried it out like we thought we didn't know them or anything they just you know we're interested in our band and we were like well let's check these guys out and they're super nice and it for what it was when we were you know at that point in the band's career i think it, i don't like the, even that word but in the trajectory of the band i think it was the right move but now we're thinking let's see what else is out there let's see who else wants to work with us and we have i guess we have three like formal offers and then we have interest from two other labels so Five potential places for it to go, so <laughs> so no uh, worry there. Right. Honestly, that stuff doesn't even matter anymore, man. Yeah, because of like internet right. and and if you're out working and touring and stuff, it's label. It doesn't matter what label ch- it's on, man. It See, really doesn't. It's about uh, the people who you're working with on a right. daily basis. So.
2: I love how the answer varies. You know where it's where like the last time we did an interview, it was 100 percent the labels been, and you know it's probably there, true. Oh, they, yeah. they were a smaller band. They were smaller bands, and the labels pumping them and right they feel good about it but at the same time been doing it for a while and realize you know we'll be all right yeah it's i mean
0: we want we want to do what you know tickles our fancy and like it's with no restrictions on that and not that they would had any restrictions on it, they didn't i just frankly think that they kind of didn't know how to work our band because we're not really like other bands on their label not at all um we signed with them or not we signed with them but we even were interested that they were interested because they had high on fire so we were like they have high on fire so they're probably cool you right. know <laughs> and they were super nice guys and then they, you know, they flew us up there and like whatever and you know they were cool laid-back dudes and everything It was totally fine but like the more and more we got into it and i was like looking at their social media all the stuff they're like the, the majority of their bands are just in another world from us. And there's nothing right. wrong with that world. It's just not who we are, and it's not where we want to go yeah. either. You know what I mean? you got to be
1: with like-minded individuals to yeah. get where you're trying to get really Yeah, we, we really do. Yeah. And it's
0: really, I, I mean, it sounds so crass, but it's just a bank, man. It's all right. it is. It's get a recording budget, get the physical product made without taking too much from us legally and let's go. You know what I mean? Like right. that's all So it is. So. It doesn't matter the way it used to, like with identity, like, oh, this is a touch and go band. This is a discord band. This is a matador band or right. whatever. You used to have a real identity to it. Like I would buy sub pop records cause I had the sub pop logo on it when I was a kid. <laughs> Do you yeah. know what I mean? I didn't know sure. what it was. I was like, this is probably rad. It's yeah. probably good because, <laughs> because that doesn't exist anymore. Right. So it doesn't matter, man. Right? You know?
2: Yeah. Um, You mentioned your upcoming European tour. Oh yeah. It it doesn't seem like you guys get across the pond a lot. This is our second time. sure you're pretty excited about this.
0: Yeah, I mean, we went over last year with Big Business. We supported them, which was awesome. They were super cool, or they are, they're not dead. (laughs) I mean, they're super cool people. Um, We had a great time with them. This is our first headliner over there, so.
1: Oh, so your question. so your headliner over there. Who's your support?
0: This band Heads, who are from Berlin, who are killer. Uh, We've been friends with them for a little while. I've ordered their record. Um, and then the record got there and there was Did like, it have a note on it? No oh. but they were they were aware of our band so they sent like a record and a t-shirt yeah, and stickers yeah. and like all this extra all shit right. I was like well, who's this band? You know? <laughs> They're great but um, so we go over there we fly into Athens we have a show there and then from Athens we fly to Switzerland we have a festival there and then we have about a week of dates mainland Europe we go to UK we've got about a week of dates there from the UK we fly to Helsinki and we have a festival there and then back to Mainland Europe for uh, Desert Fest in uh, Belgium. And then about another week of shows in Mainland Europe and then we come home, uh, yeah, like Halloween-ish. Who,
1: who prompts the, the, the whole European tour? Who, whose idea, how does that even get started?
0: Well, our agent, we have a different, most people have different agents for different territories. Yeah. So we have one agent that handles U.S.-Canada and then one that handles Europe. Um, and then usually people will have a worldwide agent too, but we're not big enough for that yet. But, um, so our agent over there in Europe got four separate festival offers for us. So we were like, we'd like to do those, but we can't just go over there and do those and then have a week off. And then we don't have the money to do that. So we really just booked a tour around the festivals and the festivals are all with like super rad bands. So, you know, we weren't, we wanted to be able to do it. So we just booked dates around it, you know, even though we're on the... Far, far back side of our last record. It's like crazy that we're even getting offers for it. But you gotta go when you, you sure gotta, you gotta, gotta go. Yeah, yeah we gotta work. Don't oh, uh, no, remember that shit when the new one comes out, too. They were so, like, you yeah. know,
1: bring that, bring that shit back. I right? so, yeah. It's, I mean,
0: it's It's not going to be a great departure, <laughs> the new record. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, I, like I said, we're about two-thirds of the way done, and it's like, it's super gnarly, you nice. know? Nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I'm not
2: typically the guy that gets excited about lyrics, but, man, your uh-huh. lyrics are Fucking awesome! It Thank seems you. like there's, there's either just an outright rage that's just yeah. worded differently, or a, a, a real fucking anger towards complacency. Yeah, almost fight clubbish. <laughs>
1: well,
2: uh, I do hate the man. <laughs> I do
0: hate the man. <laughs> I mean, that's why the band is called what it's called. Right? Is yeah. that okay? That's we what it is. Can we talk about that real quick? Yeah, so. I mean, that's what it is. And you know, I don't. I think when I initially was like, "Oh, this is gonna be rad," I kind of expected too much from people and people just react in like a bumper sticker kind of way to stuff that is no nuance ever. You know, it's just people just, they don't think, man. Yeah. Sure. So, and that's fine. I just didn't, no, I sucks, didn't think that ahead of time. I thought like, oh, people will get it that it's like everyone has to, you know, be under someone's thumb in order to get by in life. I mean, that's really what it is but people mistakenly assume it's some sort of misogyny or at best, no, like geez. some to- tone deafness they call it now. Right. Like you're not even aware of how it should... How it, how it comes across to people but it's like it's not that I'm not aware of it it's that I expected more from people <laughs> you know I mean and frankly like I'm really a super liberal person and, and the people who come at us really on the internet now it's never in real life you yeah, know because right. you know come on uh, it's always at people who are looking
1: at <laughs> yeah
0: it's people who I would consider allies who are the ones who are like man what's up with the b-? and it's like really man and I really feel like those people are not secretly conservative but they're future conservative people and they just don't know it yet because they're young, and they're not adults, you know. Right. And I don't know. We all go through it, but there's just a lot of that that goes on. Um, I don't know. So
1: what, so what? What was the? What was the thought process? Because so this it just gets me every time. And every time we talk about you guys on the podcast, I have to throw
0: in the period. Oh yeah. <laughs> was, that, was that just something you just? You I just don't know. felt? No, I've been asked that before. It's just a stylized word, just, you know, like like just, end of it. So yeah, I mean, this. it's. We talked about. Like on our first two records, there are no fade outs at all. It's just f- clean right. break, you know. Yeah. And that's so it's sort of that mentality. I think is what get in, and get out kind of. Yeah, really yeah. We were, uh, yeah,
2: we were talking about the the album artwork prior to leaving. How everything's kind of real clean and yeah. You, you can tell even if the if, you took the, horrors, to if yeah. you took the whores, if you
1: took the whores off the top, you could tell. It's, yeah, that's a whores out Right, you know, kind of just yeah. the sim- simplicity of the it.
2: The comparison that we there's not a
1: lot of ways or things to compare
2: you guys to, which is obviously. That's fucking the awesome. point. Yeah. yeah. But with things like that, uh, the first thing that comes to mind for me was typo negative, where oh, everything is sure.
0: always Yeah.
1: Same spot, same done the same way.
2: <laughs> um But circling back to the lyrics, is oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. is that am I am I on the right path there? Is it yeah. yeah.
0: I mean I have a journalism degree. I love to read, you know, that's like a big part of my life is reading and I wrote a lot when I was a kid too, like I won a poetry contest in like nice. sophomore year of high school. I <laughs> will put
2: a pen in the reading thing and let you finish.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just, you know, I just, uh, I like words. I like, uh, it's really interesting to me. I don't know why. I mean, I had this argument with my sister, who's a teacher, by the way. And she was saying that synonyms mean the same. And I, I was like, no, there's no, no, they're, they're similar. Or right. they would be the same word. Right. They're not the same. There's a nuance to it, like I mentioned a second ago. And like. And she's a teacher man she doesn't know, she does know that she just wanted to argue how does she, with, she explain that her brother is in a band called horse to her students she does, man. I <laughs> she does, but I, i've even said to her to try to back into her corner we're really close but she, i was like you would you rather be happy or right and she goes both because when i'm right it makes me happy yeah. I said, Asshole. of course we're of course. from the same cut from the same <laughs> cloth, <laughs> for sure but so. yeah i just words are really important to me i mean on it I really only learned how to play guitar so I could sing in a band because I Dude. would feel like a jerk just standing there with a <laughs> microphone, with some Steven Tyler yeah. scarves on it or something. You know, I just feel like a jerk. The, the it's not who I am. Yeah. yeah, I mean that stuff's got its place for sure. It's just not who I am. It would be the, disingenuous. Yeah, uh, yeah, you
2: certainly got away with words. The, oh, thank you. We were uh, the whole cul-de-sac as a fan. <laughs> that's fucking awesome, thank man. Thank
0: you. I have a notebook. It's oh, it's in my bag. It's inside. And I just like keep right keep because you all you. Usually don't, or I don't think of like a completed song. Like I've heard Robert Frost that like composed his most famous poem, "Stopping in the Woods on a Snowy Evening," like literally on the walk home, like soup to nuts, right. the whole thing. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I couldn't do that, man. Crazy. So I just keep track of it. I think when something pops up, I like write it down immediately. All right, I'm you gonna know. go
2: back to that pen and reading. Um, oh yeah, yeah. We, I've talked to uh, Paul Tremblay. God oh, damn, I fucking blanked on his name for a oh, second. Oh, so there. cool. Yeah, cool. we're actually supposed to talk to him here soon. Cool. And uh, you know, I I talked to him previous to uh, an interaction you guys had on Instagram. Yeah. With the bloody like the day you were born thing. Yeah, it's crazy. And. Man, how fucking awesome is that? Have you read yeah. that book, by the oh, way?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Dude. He sent us three copies. You're on yeah. tour. You yeah. better. Read yeah. What else is there to do, right? Read yeah. He's man. He's super cool. He just kind of cold called us and was like, "Hey, I'm writing this book. I'd like to use one of your songs." And I just like did a little internet sleuth thing. I was like, "Is this guy like some horrible person right. or have like some political agenda that right. is you know awful or something?" And he's just a normal dude. You know he's a good writer. the yeah, like, loud, and
2: angry music.
0: Yeah, he, I, he had a Future of the Left T-shirt on in one of his Instagram posts the other day. I was like, "Those are our homies, man." They right. came to our last show in Bristol, in England, the last time we were over there. Like, he—he's a regular dude. Yeah, yeah. I
2: popped open that book, and there's uh, there's a clutch lyric from Animal Farm. I want to say. It's think. cool, man. And then you know, I get to talking with him, and he brings up the bloody like the David Warren uh, thing, and all Yeah, it's a chapter. That. That's the title me. of one of his chapters. And it's apropos, it works really well.
0: Yeah, he's cool, man. Uh, he's a cool dude.
2: So. Uh, going forward, you guys have tonight. Yeah. Looking forward, come forward to that. Yeah, we're ready. And, uh, but, you know, you guys have this. How long is this run? It's about three weeks. Three weeks? Yeah, and you guys have like three of days off? Day <laughs> yeah, something in. like that. And your shows are intense. Oh, yeah. Thanks. How do you keep that up every night? I and don't especially know. still touring this. Yeah, I mean, out. I'm 46, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You it's know. Just a love, right? It's got to it be. Is. This. It's how many just...
2: times have you been asked that?
0: Uh, more than once. Yeah, some yeah. of the interviews
1: I've watched, that's was asked kind of the same question. Yeah,
0: right? it's just, uh, man, when I see bands that I like or I'm looking forward to seeing them, they're just standing there. It's fine for a certain kind of music, but for our music, it
1: that wouldn't really weird. work. Unless <laughs>
0: unless there's like a, a, a feeling of, of not, it's not intense or it's not like, I don't know, and it's not reckless. I'm not really sure what the right adjective is for it, but it, it needs to feel a little like it could fall apart at any moment, kind of vibe. You
1: can hear that in the music Yeah, too. Like, just like push as hard as you yeah. can, you
0: know, learn um, how to control it, it
1: a little bit. And stuff is, is a little, little chaotic, it's not
0: necessarily right to the No, person, it can't you know, be, man. that's yeah. what the records are for. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like we do put a lot of like pick slides and feedback and like layers, the and, the layers feedback, and layers and layers of the stuff.
1: strategic feedback. Yeah,
0: true. it's all over the yeah. record, but we can't do that live, it's just three of us. I mean, so I just try to make up for that not being there by like just flailing around. Really. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. There's some tricks to it too, but like yeah, I can't play this kind of music and and not do that. I could play other kind of music and be a little more chill about it, but as far as this sort of style if it is a style, it, it doesn't work unless there's a, a real a real forcefulness to it.
1: Do you have another maybe a, a solo side project that you do that you, that is not four whores that you just kind of keep to yourself kind of thing like, um, or yeah or I way.
0: have a lot I mean I love a lot of like we. I jokingly call it sad bastard music but like <laughs> I love name. a lot of that
1: stuff I love <laughs> punk all over.
0: like Leonard Cohen and Nick Cave and Mark Lanigan like I love all that stuff so yeah. so is
1: there a recording out there you playing like, acoustic singing like
0: not in <laughs> it doesn't exist in the world oh, it no, exists okay. in my apartment right yeah. but not in the world I love that stuff and really I, I would not try to do this Style and this band, you know, for the rest of my life because it would just be stupid. But after a certain point, I would like to try to transition into that. Like I'm trying to wear shirts with more collars when we play, nah. like less t-shirts, nah. and just kind of, just gradually, kind of <laughs> s- slide over yeah, to that, that world. That's
2: not uh, a title of something. That's... Yeah.
0: Oh, I thought of a good song title the other day. How's my hair? <laughs> that good. It is pretty. Good. I know because it. Obviously, there's the first interpretation, but then it's also like, "How are things going? Right. You know, like, how are you looking? How are you feeling? How's everything <laughs> in your world? There's How's my layers. hair? Isn't that great? Yeah. I know. I was like, it's perfect. No. So we'll I already have it. all the song titles. I, I, my, maybe I can show you. I have all the song titles already for the new record. I never uh, shown so you this.
1: But. Sometimes, you know, you you do the the typical song title is in the song, but other sometimes. times you you go. Is that just kind of a? Do you have? Is that one of those where you have kind of the title, then you write a song, and you don't really find yeah, a room for it in there, yeah. but you still love the title, so it's just like you
0: we know, generally give like um, working titles to songs, yeah, and they're generally true. jokes. But then the jokes kind of become. This is all the. These are all lyrics. Um, the jokes become like something real, and I kind of try to start writing. Um, where is all this stuff? I kind of start writing words that fit in that. Um, yeah, thing yeah. so that's that's the new record right there. So those are all song titles that are on the new record. Joe it's Andrew. not what I've written already. Is it a dick so. move if I ask if I can take a picture of that? No, I don't. <laughs> it we won't be able to see the
1: whole. thing. I thought that was it's a title. Really <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and does just, this just follow the same like the same thing as I was mentioning? Some of those are actual lyrics in the songs, and some, some are, are some yeah, are just yeah. kind of the abstract.
0: I like this, I want Ryan, who I work with. Um, who's like engineered the last two records uh, is really good about um, helping me edit because sometimes I'll say we're standing in an alley right and then he would say no just say like we're in the alley because it'll you know what I mean Uh, yeah Yeah. so he's really good about stuff like that so we'll chop stuff down and I hate it when I hear bands and they're just squeezing syllables into a line and you can really I learned that kind of from Mick Jagger though like he the way he sings like he'll hit certain syllables and then kind of not slur but kind of lay back on certain yeah. syllables and a lot of singers know how to do that yeah sort of percussive with the voice yeah yeah, yeah but you pick your spots yeah. where you like stick and move yeah. you know and and uh between knowing that and working with ryan it, it'll chop down stuff sometimes and with,
1: with your vocals the way the way you sing i, I think you kind of have to have that too you kind of have to add you know so many dimensions because you know you're you're jumping around and you, yeah, <laughs> you, the, yeah. The, the, the voice alone i mean is, is ridiculous it's hard, dude. I'm and, right and now. coming oh. into this the plan was my first question was going to be when we're done can you teach me how to sing <laughs> i don't know how to sing <laughs> that's but that, wh- i'm compelled you, to
0: do it but i don't know how to do when it
1: when did you find out you could do what you do uh, was it out of necessity like you wanted yeah i know you wanted to write so then you yeah, know you had to sure. sing as so a kid like, even yeah. so how so you took it there. Yeah, it was, I
0: don't really know. And so was, I mean, I've been playing in bands with like anyone since I was a kid. But yeah. like in high school, I was in a band that was kind of more of like a like post-punk kind of like Bauhausy kind of Cure kind of band. And then in college, I was in a string of bands that were you know a bunch of different things. All singing in all these bands? No. In high school, I just played guitar. Okay. Um, I wanted to sing, but I didn't have the confidence really to do it. You know. Um, and then after that I've sang in every band ever um, but uh, I don't really know something did change though a little, somewhere along the line I mean after this band started because I've looked at like the first couple of shows we played on YouTube or whatever and it's I'm different you know what I mean yeah. I think it's just a matter of playing close to 200 shows a year for a couple <laughs> years Jesus Christ. and then you start just go we did like 180 last year man. yeah nice. close to that so it's like it went, yeah That's I've played hard with our on some, the- Sorry. God. That's hard on the yeah, on the It bogey. sucks. It, sucks. <laughs> um, it don't even sound
1: like it. You probably you've played like the past three nights, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, no, no, it's fine. I've played with some other people in the recent recent past and uh, I don't think of myself really and I'm not being, you know, falsely humble here, but I don't think of myself as particularly gifted, like technically or whatever. Um, but then you play with somebody who hasn't done it over and over and over and over and yeah. over, and you're like, This guy might be Technically skilled, but he doesn't have the swagger. He doesn't have the intent, like not even the intensity, just the chops. I don't even know what it is because it's not skill. It's just being able to be comfortable and not. You can feel when somebody's like on eggshells or if they're just driving, you know? And I can't play with people who aren't driving. You know, (laughs) I can't do it. It's even like playing songs you've already written. It's just you're like you're murdering the song, man. You know, (laughs) it does not sound good. And then you start doubting yourself yeah. and you're like fuck maybe right. i don't have any talent you know it's, it's scary as shit so well if you have
1: any questions if you have talent email us we'll be sure to remind ah. you <laughs> uh, can i want to i want to self-indulge here real quick uh uh i, I play guitar and me and him kind of have this thing about telecasters where yeah. i fucking love them i swear they're they're metal they're rock and all that and just happens to be like you and the past couple bands we've interviewed have have Use Telecasters. Can, yeah. Can you talk about yours real quick? What is it? It's, it's American. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, you, well, no,
0: sort of. It's not a Telecaster. It's an Esquire, which is a Telecaster with only a bridge pickup. So right, it's a yeah, reissue. Yeah, it's got the single. Yeah. Yeah. It's a reissue of a 1952 Fender Esquire. It's made in Mexico. It's a skateboard, cheap guitar. It's. I'm on the third neck <laughs> for that guitar. Um, tuning keys have been changed. The. This diff- is the it's same guitar.
1: The guitar you've had for how long?
0: Um, probably ten years. And
1: nice. you just, so yeah. in your in your stuff, you have one guitar, mm-hmm. and this is this one guitar. Yeah,
0: I mean wow. I've got yeah,
1: the other ones at I home. Have tons a, at yeah.
0: home. Yeah. yeah, I don't even know. I like they tell you right there. I don't even know how many there are. A lot. But
1: and so but so that's you just rock. The, the one, and it's a single coil, right? And the bridge position. Yeah,
0: I mean those. It. I mean, it's intriguing to me. It's right? a man's guitar. It's not like a finesse guitar. It's it feels more like a piece something you'd buy at Home Depot. <laughs> you know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. feel like an instrument. Yeah. Right? yeah. It doesn't feel like a Stradivarius. It feels like. Tool. yeah and, uh, and all your awesome. albums
1: have that one guitar. That, yeah. That's fucking awesome. yeah I love that guitar I couldn't do that I like to pick up and put shit down once. I it's do too much like
0: I bring other stuff to the studio at one point I had like I had a fender Bass six I have a 66 Mustang 78 music master jazz master Jaguar um, they were all lined up and I would play them had all these pedals and stuff and we were doing just like the feedback you pick slide stuff and I would play it and be like eh, it's okay <laughs> give me the number one yeah and then you go back to that and you're like Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, I don't know, man. It's not an expensive guitar. I wouldn't mind if it were an expensive guitar. I don't think it's good because it's cheap, but it's cheap. Yeah. Um, the pickup that's in it, has got a lot to do with it. Um, when I got that guitar, I actually, my number one guitar was a black American Standard Telecaster, which is now my number two guitar. It's in there, but i never play it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got that white one, and uh, the pickup was really weak in it compared to the Telecaster that I had been playing. So a friend of mine just had this pickup lying around. He's like, you can have this. I'm not using it. And it was a Schecter, I think it was 500T, which I don't make anymore. It's basically the signature pickup from Mark Knopfler when he was playing tellies from Dark Straits. He also plays strats, but it's like his Telly pickup. Um, so I just kind of randomly found it and then I sweat through it and bur- like it broke. But there's this guy in Germany, Harry Hussel who makes them. And so I've bought four of them. now. <laughs> I've gone through two and then i have one in there now and a backup just because you sweat in them and the magnets right. corrode and that's it so. See that that's all but yeah it's just randomly like some dude and i was like this is it man because <laughs> right. it's just beefy so you know it's right
1: so you, you covered the pickup so you know obviously you have a lot of fuzz and you I know do. it's
0: well known that you are the, you're the pedal guy right yeah i am I, when people like ask like can i take a picture of board i'm like yeah can i take a picture of yours <laughs> like I'm the, I'm the same guy man how like, many pedals do you think you got hundred? I um, mean, I don't know. Well, how many is on your board? Oh, it's a pretty small board for me. I think it's maybe 12 or 13. Really? So not too bad. Yeah, it's your, your a sound, travel with all Your sound thing. just doesn't
1: sound that involved
0: to me. Well, it's not. A lot of stuff that's on there is stuff that's like kind of maintenance stuff that just has okay. to be on there. Yeah, yeah. It sucks. Like there's the noise a switcher, keys. there's a tuner, there's like, um, there's a freeze what, your pedal. Purpose? Um, there's two on there right now
1: you run them both at the same time No, no. Oh. <laughs> there's
0: the uh, board is set up so there's like two loops in it so there's one switch that you hit that'll switch loops right, basically right. so one loop has a big muff um, which is one of my favorite pedals uh, it's a clone of a bubble font green Russian big muff they also make made tall font green Russian the soft tech ones uh, green Russian big muffs but like the tall font is a little too articulate for me the bubble font is a little more boomy. And kind of blow up, mm-hmm. you know, stuff blowing up sound. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's good. So Robo Pedals, uh, Rebecca, who makes them, is super cool. She made me another one, too, that, like, she just gifts us stuff. And her pedals are badass. So it's that and a clean boost and an octave in one loop. And then the other loop has everything else in it, like an overdrive, a fuzz, a tuner, a wah, a cocteau, a delay, a oh, wow. uh, freeze pedal. Yeah, a cocteau is a big part of it. Like, when there's dropout. Sections where it's just guitar—that's yeah. usually a fuzz factory and the cocktail together. Okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll be, that's what I'll be watching. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a cool sound yeah. because the bass muff is so the big muff is so bassy that when you hit somebody with like just straight mid-range, like the Randy Rhodes, Mick yeah. Mars tone, Hi. it's a total contrast yeah. to the big woofy bassy sound. So, like, if you just play this intense level, people get sort of a baseline resistance to the intensity, and yeah. it ceases to sound intense. Yeah, you so you have to cut like, it, drop it down, and yeah. then come back up, and you can do that with volume. Or with EQing, or... Yeah, it's kind of like that megaphone coming in effect, and out. right? You just kind of... I don't know. Yeah, like you said, the low end
1: kind of drops out. Drive, 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 and then you come back in, and it feels like a... Yeah. Sort of like a renewed
0: sense of urgency or people chaos or yeah whatever. people's ears rest yeah. and then they go oh crap it's back. <laughs> yeah but if it's just going all the time all right. you adjust to it without knowing it that, yeah it's like drinking people yeah that's that's a good that's a good tip that's a really it's good thing really yeah. like i got pixies taught me that shit you know? yeah like that yeah hell yeah loud quiet loud man first <laughs> course verse <laughs> you know i like yes it's true yes. like I, I like fancy musician music too to listen to but like to play i would never try to get better Technically, I just don't care about that shit. Huh. I just don't, man. Like I want to. It's cooler. I like I like Nick Drake more than I like Dream Theater. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, I, like I just want to hear like a song, man. Dude, we, you're you're preaching. I like fucking quiet right stuff, now, but yeah. I don't want to do it personally. <laughs> right. you know yeah, I mean? yeah.
1: For our stuff, we play it. Yeah, it's exactly what you said. You, you get in there, you get out. You don't do four hundred fifty thousand changes in one song. You put something out that's groovy people can, yeah. can can hold
0: on to. It's actually harder remember. to remember than than I mean you fancy a, stuff. You can just paste it yeah, up against each other. just
2: kind
1: of yeah. Off. yeah. We oh, were last
0: night. Fun. We were in um, whatever. We had another show, uh, and there was like outside. There was some festival going on. And this guy was playing, uh, Free Fall by Tom Petty, and that's straight up a D chord with moving your pinky mm-hmm. in different spots. Yeah. The whole song, right. and it's a great song. Yeah, and it never changes. Yeah. like that's the same as the verse. Yep. Yep. Dude, it's like a magic trick. Man. It's really <laughs> cool, you know? And, I,
1: and I'll say, I'll say something to Clint about, man, that's, that's so simple that, you know, he's like, but well, you didn't write it. I'm like, God damn it, why not? <laughs> How do I not think We,
0: it we always do, or what I try to do is I come up with a like a Crusher riff that I really like and then that will never get more complicated than that. Like, that's the thing. So then, whether that's the verse or the chorus or the intro, whatever part it is, the next part is going to be a simpler version of that same part. Yeah. So, like in the song Participation Trophy, which is on the last record, right. the main riff goes like dun, 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 dun. But then the verse is just that first note going dun, 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 dun. It's the same part, it's just less of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, that's all it is. Yep, yep. And it really, uh, once I figured that out, I was like, this isn't hard at all. Because <laughs> right. I was always trying to do more, and the secret is to do less. Right. It's, it's weird.
1: I've told you that more Shut than why. It's here? I was <laughs> watching this
0: John Frusciante, like guitar video or whatever on, on Facebook and Red and was a dog shit, but he's like an awesome guitar player. And so I was listening to him. He was talking about how if you, it was almost, I guess theory really would be the right word for it. But he was saying if you play a chord, right, it's six notes or five notes or four yeah, notes yeah. or whatever, but it's one thing. But then if you take that chord and you take two notes and you just hit those two notes, You're doing less mathematically, but it sounds like more. Right. (laughs) It's like a mind fuck. It's unbelievable. Do you use theory in your writing? I don't even know what it is. I just (laughs) I I just know that what he was describing, someone who was did not have musical ability could understand. I want
2: to take your enthusiasm for the Chili Peppers into one more thing, and then we'll get. Yeah, you're so bad. Um, Your Instagram. You guys had an Instagram chat thing going. uh, The story, whatever. And it seems like you have a real high opinion of Kiss. Tell us about your love for Kiss. Kiss? Yeah.
0: I don't know if I ever did that. I don't even remember (laughs) that. I don't think
2: you did. Somebody—it seemed like somebody asked you about something random, and you crushed them about kiss.
0: (laughs) It sounds like I love to talk shit, so I was probably—I don't know. know. I I mean, it's just for children. That's just not we. I routinely say when we're playing that it's like we're grown folks' music, you know it's I'm sure I did do that I just don't remember it like just making fun of it it does it absolutely does and plus Gene Simmons is a terrible human on top of his band being a joke Paul Stanley terrifies me with or without
2: makeup he scares me have you ever heard of the
0: there's these board tapes that people have that are kind of it might be a touring band thing that people just basically send each other the files and it's in between song banter from famous singers, but it's all spliced together. Yeah. So the one, the Paul Stanley one is incredible because he's just going like, woohoo and shit like that for like 45 minutes. It's, that, it's so funny, it'll get you hysterics. And like the one from, uh, what's the racist dipshit from Pantera? What's his name? Phil. Phil, Phil, Phil Anselmo. There's one of him just going like, Ugh! like making these sounds. It's sounds ridiculous, like- man. It's so funny, but the Paul Stanley one yeah. is, it's an era, it's a definitely a time capsule it's of him just like... All the way down to Detroit! It's
1: well, like
0: so bad, man.
1: Look at the range on this guy. Dude.
0: Ah, so funny. Christian, you got to hear
2: it. It, it is 1,000% been our fucking pleasure, oh, man. Thank you. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you for having me. Let's shake your uh, hand, too. Yeah. You. As long
0: as we're being polite. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's, uh, yeah, we can't fucking
1: wait. We're going to let you go. Um, you know, everyone, thanks for listening. We want to thank Christian for doing this, standing out here in the parking lot. We know he's got better shit <laughs> to do. <laughs> yeah, he's already talked to all the people. We appreciate it a lot. Um, so we'll talk to you guys later.